Hello, welcome to Men's Mess, uh, where James and Mensley try not to make too much of a mess of our lives. And we successfully fail. So, uh, we'll be talking about doing a new thing on the podcast where we ask each other get-to-know-you questions. Uh, and I haven't thought of any because I completely forgot we were doing a podcast. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> so, uh, I'll give you some time to think. as I've got a question for you. Rock and roll. Okay. So, uh, how familiar are you with Crash Bandicoot? Not very. I never really got into those sorts of games when I was younger. I played more sort of RPGs. And the thing is, I never had a console or a computer game to play until I was actually like, you know, about 20, 21. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I the, the only games I had to play were the uh, games that I was really allowed to install on the computer. And that was Diablo, the first, you know, Diablo. So, um, yeah. And then, so, yeah. Well, the... The new Crash game for mobile, Crash on the Run, just came out today. Mm. And so my question to you is, out of the good guys in the game, uh, so feel free to, to have, a, have, a, have a quick uh, Google to take a look at the characters. So this is Crash Bandicoot, Coco Bandicoot, his sister, uh, and Aku Aku the protection mask. Fuck, marry, kill. All right, hang on. Um, uh, images. New Crash Bandicoot game. Um, okay, well, I can see the... Uh... Hang on. Characters, I have to characters game. Characters, I'm Googling right now. All right. Um, images, I'm going to go to all. God, where well, is the track Wikipedia? Characters. They're not going to have any fucking images. Uh, yes, I was, well, this is what I was doing on the on the bus home tonight. Was was playing. Ah, this, uh, this is. Yeah. So, what was the question again? Uh so for three main good guys in the game. So there's Crash Bandicoot. Coco. On, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do multiple tabs for this. So you're gonna have to make me fucking. Okay. Because there's Crash Bandicoot, the, the, the main man himself, well, main Bandicoot, uh, his, his sister Coco, uh, and Aku Aku, who is a uh, magical mask of protection. Is <laughs> It basically acts as, uh, as Crash's like, hit points in the game. Okay, okay, so... so... And the question is, fuck, marry, kill. Like, so uh, out of those three characters, who would you fuck, who would you marry, and who would you kill? 
Well, I'm just, I just, uh, okay. So I just found something on Facebook, on, uh, on Google, which I'm sending to your inbox right now. Yeah. Um, which is a, which is a Coco Bandicoot, uh, uh, cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, um, Pura's in that too. Yeah. That, so the, the little, the little tiger that she's got in the cosplay, uh, that's actually another character from the game. <laughs> Right. Well, that's a hard one to decide, isn't it? Um, yeah. I don't see myself as the marrying type, really. So that's really complicated to answer. Yeah, you got to. I wouldn't, you I wouldn't like to marry a dude. I wouldn't like to marry a dude. So I'd have to say I'd have to fuck. I'd have to fuck back Crash Bandicoot, but uh, you know, and marry Coco because marrying a woman would be like far more kismet. Yeah. And. I don't know. Like, honestly, no, this is a complex question. Yeah. I mean, because how do you kill and... I have to get to know the characters. And I have to get to know the characters first. Okay. So we're going to have to come back to this in our next session because I'm going to have to get to know the characters. Okay. Okay. Well, go have a play of the game. Uh, and... Oh, well, I can't play the game. I can't play the game because, um, I, you know, it's a, it's a new game and I've got no, uh, no console or platform the to play the game. new game. The mobile game. You can install it in front. Oh, okay. Well, I can do that then. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I, I had to think about, about this myself. Uh, yeah. I'd kill Crash because he's got lots of lives. So, okay, no you see, okay, you see, this is why it's a complex question because I didn't know, you know, I didn't think like that, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would marry Coco because we're both really... Is she awesome? Is she, is she fucking awesome? Yeah, because she's fucking awesome. She's uh, she's a badass computer hacker. Uh, oh, cool. Her and, I, her and I both into computers. I think we got a lot in common. Um, so, you know, if I'm going to settle down with someone, you know, I, w- I want to... Do you know... Yeah. Do you know, I've, I actually would love to marry a woman that uh, I have certain things in common with, but certain things I have nothing in common with. Like maybe... Yeah maybe five big things in common and maybe 10 things out of common with, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's good to, uh, to have someone who compliments you, you know, like, no, I don't mean, you know, it says that you look pretty. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Like, you know, I know what you strong, mean. It's strong where you're weak, but, uh, uh, you know, you have enough in common that you can, you know, form a really meaningful relationship. Um, well, that's why I think Janati. I think Janati is the perfect fit for me when it comes to a wife. Okay. Uh, so this, this is the girl that you've never met in another country, right? Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but uh, yeah, I think that's. I think. I think that. Uh, I think that in the future, she's probably going to end up. You know, I think if we don't meet, we'll end up lifelong friends. But I think if we meet, she and I would be would end up like the most perfect, passionate couple together yeah well i mean that's not because that's not entirely yeah. crazy compared to marrying a fictional bandicoot um which is well the what... thing is is that you have these things called furries i'm mansplaining yeah yeah oh, right I now, know about furries. <laughs> um, now uh just to, to bit, marry, like, you... finish off my fuck marry kill uh i really want to fuck aku aku <laughs> The so 
one of one of Aka, so Aka Aku's power is that uh, when he's around you, if if you get uh, hit by something that would normally kill you, uh, you you're fine. It protects you. Uh, and I think that that would be really useful for BDSM. Uh, so I'm really into into the kinky stuff. Uh, I'd, I'd I'd love to you know have a kink sesh where can just fucking go all out and have no worries about any long term consequences. Yeah, I I kind of uh, I kind of understand that because the last time that I got laid, I ended up getting stabbed, seriously burnt, and fucking you know. Like she went all out. She went all out, and so did I. Like I, I actually was emotionally involved the first time in quite a while. Yeah. So there's only been a couple of times I've been emotionally involved in sex because it's a very um, intimate act for me. You know, I get, I, you know what I mean. Like as a male, it's sort of, uh, you know, I don't separate emotions from sex very easily. But um, you know, how can I put it? Like. It's either all or nothing for me. I'm either all or I'm all in. You know what I mean. And um, because of the way I was brought up, and because of um, you know childhood trauma, there's been a lot of shame for me around sex and a lot of uh, you know sort of trauma and shit like that. So um, letting loose, you know, was uh, yeah, that was that was a rather interesting experience. Hmm. So my housemate moved out the next days with the quote unquote, "Y'all are fucked." So, yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Uh, um. Because no, mainly, mainly because um, you know, like I, in the beginning when I was a teenager, it was about satisfying myself, you know. And then as I got older, you know, like not much older, but as I got older, it became just about satisfying them. So there's always been an imbalance. It never really was about linking up, you know. And there's only been a couple of times where it's been about you know that that t- real coupling, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, I definitely know what, what you mean. Like, it's, it's so much better having sex with someone where you, you also have an emotional connection. Like, I've, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've had a few, uh, you know, Tinder dates uh, this year, and. Uh, one time, one time they just came over and 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 blew me, uh, and that I mean, don't get me wrong, that was fucking amazing, uh, but uh, it 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 wasn't the same as uh, another another time where you know we went out to lunch first and got to know each other and you know. Uh, watch some watch some comedy together and and talked and and then also you know spent a few hours having crazy kinky sex like i feel i feel like you've got someone else in the room i feel like you've got someone else in the room and you're on the edge of laughter right now for some reason is that just me being paranoid uh well there is there is a balrog in my room Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, he's he's obviously uh, finished hunting wizards, and now he's having a drink of water. 
You see, I that's the thing. Is, like, down the wizards. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've connected so deeply with someone emotionally before that I actually saw, like, I had a fucking male orgasm. You know, not just like came, but I had a male orgasm and saw the white light. The problem was, is that the sex for her must and what probably wasn't actually that good because, you know, I was a young man and didn't actually know how to, you know, sort of fuck at the time. But um, yeah, you know, like I, I had a very powerful orgasm and saw white light. I went blind and saw, you know, white silvery light. No, I didn't come in my own face. You know, wearing a condom. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> you know, but yeah. So you know, and that was um, yeah. I went blind and saw white silvery light, and that was like you know a full male orgasm. You know, I was like seeing. I don't know what the fuck that was, but um, that's what sex is really supposed to be for me. It's supposed to be a spiritual, you know, a spiritual fucking connection, you know. And and since then, I've um, I've you know, like I've held back because I'm I'm so big, you know, like I'm a big, huge fucking person, you know. And there was a lot of anger and a lot of issues and stuff like that when it, you know. So I never wanted to actually physically unleash, you know what I mean? Like I never actually wanted to physically unleash you know on a sexual partner in case i hurt them you know yeah definitely so i always held back and that was always what that was always the the reason i was never that good in bed because i always kept my emotions in check and never actually got lost in in the in the moment so Hmm. that's definitely something something interesting to think about ow fuck Sorry, just just speaking of being hurt, uh, Belrog just decided to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's hunting wizards, isn't he? Yeah, and I am a wizard. <laughs> yes, a wizard of computers. Yes. Uh, oh, and uh, I'll send you this as well. Um, I think this is something that you should not never show Balrog this picture, but uh, it's in your Facebook inbox now. But never show Balrog this, but it's a good thing I'm sure he's thought of before. So, oh yeah, yeah, yes, I've I, I've seen that uh, before. Yeah. So j- just just for anyone listening, it is a picture of a uh, a person reading a book, and they've got a decoy book on their lap, which the cat is sitting on. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, this is this is definitely something cats do. Uh, I I've de- I've encountered the problem of. Having having Balrog walk on my keyboard uh, to the point where on my uh, on my old work laptop I configured it so that it would disable the built-in keyboard if it had if I had an external keyboard plugged in uh, <laughs> and so 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 that that way if Balrog walked on my laptop while I was trying to type it wouldn't. <laughs> dump nonsense into into slack or anything <laughs> so you know that uh that thing i sent you saying local peanut ascends to godhood that sounds like one of the best dick jokes i've ever fucking heard in my life <laughs> local peanut ascends to godhood yep <laughs> worship sounds like holy a- peanut Fuck the yeah, pretty God. Much. <laughs> all hail the peanut. Yeah. 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 All hail the salty peanut. <laughs> I do I do imagine that if there is a God, they would definitely be salty. They prefer cashews or not cashews, um fucking pistachios. 
<laughs> what? Why pistachios? I, uh, I honestly don't know. I think pistachios are like the fucking Rolls Royce of fucking, of nuts, honestly. Yeah. Oh, God. They're, yeah, they're delicious. Uh, there are a lot of effort. But they're also... But yeah, but that's the thing is that Rolls Royce, they, they, they are a lot of effort. The Rolls Royce was a lot of effort until, you know, it, until it's no effort whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like it's put, they put so much effort into the Rolls Royce that it's no, it's no effort whatsoever, which is why you can go and buy bags of shelled fucking pistachios and don't have to put any effort into them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, the, the conveniences of modern future technology. Can you picture those poor third world country people shelling pistachios and sneaking one as they, uh, as you know, as they, as they, they sneak a pistachio and then getting smacked on the knuckles by canes, you know, don't sneak pistachios, you starving poor third world hungry person, you know, oh God, it's terrible. Yeah. I think, I think we should start a charity to distribute. Yes. And, un- and we should un- um, shelled pistachios to workers. Un- yeah. 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 Exactly. Countries. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and we should send them pistachios as food as supplements. <laughs> well, they are, they are very nutritious. Uh, yes, they are. They're, they're very high in protein. Um, definitely good. By the way, can you as snacks go? They 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 they're very healthy. Can you help me do some uh, research because you're quick with research? What would be uh, good? I mean, I can do it myself, you know, and I'm going to. But um, two brains yeah. combined, and I've only got I've only got half a brain. Yeah, the other yeah, half I've is taken up with another personality. Yeah. Um, half my brain is taken up with me, and half my brain is taken up with another personality who happens to be quite a flamboyant goth. Um, I met him the other night, and we had a rather loud chat. And he was, uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, I got very stoned the other night and ended up talking to my alter ego. But um, yeah. And I also have a feminine side who's a rat. So yeah, that's rather strange. Anyway, a rat um, as in uh, metaphorically, or as in like the no, spirit of an animal. Spirit of an animal, you mm. know, was uh, you know, it's, yeah. So um, you know, like it's not my spirit animal; it's a spirit animal, and yeah. But anyway, it's a female, and it likes me. So I was being hit on by a rat the other night, and it was very strange. But um, anyway, so um. Basically, I need to find out what is the best calcium for someone to uh, imbibe through diet uh, that is low in estrogen and, um, you know, is, uh, yeah, and is the best calcium to imbibe because um, a friend of mine, Janati, has a friend of hers who has got calcium deficiency but can't, um, you know, but and uh, but has estrogen problems or something like that. So I'll find out more information, but, um, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, can, I can actually answer that question straight away. Uh, the answer is intelligent calcium. Uh, so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you a link to a documentary about calcium. Uh, I recommend you watch it and uh, uh, look out for, the, look out for the, the section about intelligent calcium. And, and, right, and I can also and, Google it. Yeah, well, well, yeah. If I mean, if you Google it, it's just gonna, it's gonna, it's just gonna direct you to, to this video. Um, Righto. So send me the link, and I'll watch it, and I'll also send us uh, send that to Janati. 
Um, where is she? She is. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. What exactly is intelligent calcium? Give me a rundown on it. Uh, is it something? Well, is it is it calcium that sort of uh, changes its nature inside you or something? Or uh, no, it, it's sentient. Uh, it uh, uh, so uh, watch watch the documentary. Uh, look around you, uh, and uh, the, the is, they, spoke, is this is this a funny thing or is this a real thing? <laughs> No, it's a, it's a, I was taking the piss. It's a, it's a uh, look around you is actually a parody of uh, I don't I don't know if uh, when you're in school they ever like put on like a video about science and made you watch it. Uh, usually yeah. on like VHS tape that's been worn out from being played so many times this is this see is my a, my a sense parody. of humor my sense of humor right now is basically sitting there giving you like this cold glare going i should have been picking up on that but my brain was kind of being like i'm yeah. going to help someone right now and i'm not being funny so yeah. fuck yeah. you forget me with that one you asshole <laughs> So, thank you. The thank you. I now look like the dunce that have clued you in. handball court. I look like the dunce in the handball court. Thank you very much. But seriously, watch it. It's really funny. I thought intelligent calcium might be some sort of calcium that, you know, like, uh, you know, once digested or something like that, you know, or, you know, like a supplement or some shit like that, you know, so. But yeah, no, yeah. Michael taking the piss, and I just goggle. I just goggle. We actually watched the video. Yes, thank you very much. Go oh. fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, look look around you is really funny. Um, the. <laughs> is this another hint? Is this in the, is this another hint as well? Playing on my paranoid mind, like look around you. I don't want to look around me. I already look enough around me, and I see a fucking <laughs> a, an atrocious <laughs> fucking world. It's, it's the name of the show, man. It's it's like All right. it's, I've got I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you. When okay. did you first realize that your anger was out of control? Uh, when I was six. Yeah, that's about the same time. I was a bit younger than that, but that's about the same time as me. Yeah. When did you, when when did you first fall in love? Oh, ooh, that's a that's a big question. Uh, and what did you first fall in love with? That's a bigger question. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, when it comes to you know to to to, to humans, uh, that my my first crush uh, was no, not crush, not crush, no, no, not no, crush. No. Let me finish. My first no. my first crush uh, was was when I was uh, 
God, I would have been in like grade grade five or six, you know, back in primary school. And mm-hmm. uh, there was this really beautiful girl in my class. And I just was really smitten with her. Uh, many years later, she was actually my first kiss. And a few years after that, uh, I actually lost my virginity with her, uh, which I, like, I, 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 we're still friends. Like, uh, she's, 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 she's a, she's a lovely, lovely girl. Um, and so, so like, even though it was, a, you know, a childhood crush, uh, you know, like, I, I still love her as a friend. Uh, and, and like I said, uh, you know, a lot of my first, you know, sexual experiences were, were with her. Um. Uh, so there's, an, there's a, an aspect of that as well. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, falling in love with concepts, uh, like, you know, computer pro, falling in love with computer programming, falling in love with, with physics, falling in love with mathematics, uh, it's hard to pinpoint exactly when that happened for me. Uh, I, th- I think I, <sighs> I think I, I think I, yeah, like I, I definitely fell in love with mathematics as, as a child, like, uh, especially when I, I, I skipped a grade in maths. Like I, I spent a couple of years at a, at a Montessori school uh, where where that was an option of, of just like sk- like skipping a skipping a grade in one specific aspect, and I I, I, I skipped. I think it was grade four maths. Like I never did grade four maths. I went straight from grade three maths to grade five maths, uh, and that I think that's when I, when I first started to 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 really love maths. And that has only deepened over the years, you know, uh, especially in university where, where, I, where I studied uh, maths in, in depth, especially as part of physics, where, I mean, a lot of physics is just applications of mathematics. Have you ever gone down the rabbit hole? Literally or metaphorically, because uh, uh, I mean, with mathematics, with mathematics and and so on and so forth. Have you ever gone down the rabbit hole? Oh, I've gone down so many rabbit holes with maths. I've I've spent I've spent entire nights just on Wikipedia reading articles about geometry, uh, which uh, gets really fascinating when either you go beyond three dimensions of Euclidean geometry or go outside of Euclidean geometry. What's and, Euclidean geometry? Uh, normal geometry. Right, so, okay. So things like... Obviously, the inventor of geometry is Euclidia. Uh, well, you, Euclid, uh, did a, Euclid did a lot of the... 
sort of the groundwork of <laughs> the groundwork on geometry. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, you know, th- th- things like oh, the area of a rectangle is the width multiplied by the height. You know, that's Euclidean geometry. Uh, you see, for some reason, I was and I'm not anymore because I haven't studied for a while, but for some reason I was really good at things like Pythagoras' theorem, quadratic equations, algebra, um, so, you know, things like that. Those are the three that I can remember. Those I was really good at them. But that's for some reason I had space to learn them. Yeah. You know, I never really had space to learn maths and I never really had the inclination to. But um, you see, I've gone down the rabbit hole with people, you know, like, uh, and I will start with the beginning of the conversation. Uh first time you know i fell in love i i've always fallen in love with things that i've found beautiful you know um not just aesthetically beautiful but like that have given me that emotion of beauty you know what i mean like it's not just that it's not just like oh wow that is you know physically arousing it's something that has actually stunned me something that is actually you know like for instance when ariel when i first watched little mermaid as a kid and ariel was singing like i absolutely you know totally absolutely crushed hard on that voice you know on her voice you know what i mean and um was totally in love with Ariel, you know? And then when I went, um, you know, horse riding, um, you know, fell in love with my horse, you know? And then, and when I first fell in love with a human, I was six years old and, um, you know, Isabel Lind walked into the house and scared the shit out of me because she was the most fucking beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my life, you know? And um, to this day still pretty much is one of the most beautiful fucking things you could ever imagine. But, um, you know, like, but at the same time, like uh, I've had to relearn and readjust what beauty actually is, um, you know, due to due to the fact that uh, I've not wanted to follow what so what society has said is is beautiful and then stop at that, because I've had people like Bess in my life, you know, who is beautiful in every single possible way and is so complex and huge as a human being that to limit her beauty to just one aspect or two aspects would be a fucking crime. You know, um, and I had to expand my horizons of what beauty meant, you know, um, but I've always fallen in love with beautiful things like miniatures, like uh, painting miniatures, you know, um, that was beautiful to me, you know, yeah. and so when I heard that, uh, I, I really enjoyed doing that as well. Uh, yeah, it's like coloring in, but in 3D. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I got, I got really fucking good at that. Um, I've always felt at peace with beauty and also scared shitless by it. Like um, there's always been a fear barrier to me with beauty, you know, like, uh, like it'll scare the shit out of me, like a song or something like that will scare the shit out of me and make me feel really uncomfortable until I just kind of open up to it and accept that it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, and then there's a real peace to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And whatever emotion comes, like I've been terrified of my emotions at times because my emotions are always so overwhelmingly fucking powerful. But that's the thing is that uh, that's normal for me, you know, like, and so this whole fucking, um, you know, like going down the rabbit hole with people thing has been part of a beautiful thing as well. You know, it's, it's been like, that's why, I like to think that my insights into people and my understandings of people, whilst it is disjointed and a bit corrupt now because of my drug addiction, um, is in fact coming from a pure place and is in fact, you know, 
somewhat up there with some of the best as a, as a, because it comes from a place of beauty. It comes from a place of seeing the people for, you know, who they are and what they are, you know. And beauty, beauty comes in many forms. Like uh, just to, to merge the the two, two. I think I think everything is beautiful in its own way. I think everything on this fucking planet, even the, you know, it, it has its own form of beauty. It just depends on the perspective, and and that's the problem with having psychosis is that you can have pretty much any perspective you want. You can slip into any perspective you want. Yeah, uh, uh, even the dark ones. I was gonna say, uh, just to to combine the two things that were you know that each of us was talking about, uh, something I find very beautiful in mathematics is uh, Euler's identity, which I, I've me I've mentioned before, um, uh, and it just the, it's just such a such an elegant equation uh so describe what you mean by elegant equation like how do you put together an eloquent uh, ele uh, elegant equation in, in such a just a short succinct way it includes every so it doesn't waffle doesn't waffle on and have pointless tangents and so on and so forth that it's uh yeah it's, it's smooth and well-rounded yeah it's 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 it involves everything that forms the foundation of mathematics is that why you got it on your butt because you got a smooth well-rounded butt <laughs> <laughs> i have i have been told that in the past uh so yes uh, hey, you know you can't, you can't anyone, compliment anyone anyone joining us that that hasn't uh, heard me discuss uh, Euler's identity before. Uh, I do have it tattooed on my butt, uh, and uh, yes, so it is. And for anyone who's not familiar with with Euler's identity, uh, it's the equation e to the power i pi plus one equals zero. So this involves... Guess what makes the zero? Guess what makes the zero on the equation on his butt? <laughs> uh, but unbelievable, yeah. Michael. Unbelievable. I... 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 I, I struggle to come up with jokes that are more ridiculous than my own real life. <laughs> Because the things that I just do <laughs> are yeah, it's a yeah stimulus response, stimulus response. Don't you ever think? And yeah, yeah, no, I catch you, man. Like yeah, yeah. So uh, sounds like you're having rather the adventure these days, though. And uh, I hope my adventure does continue on. So I uh. I've been sitting on my bed way too long and just uh, I used to have adventures and I wish to start having adventures again. So um, I'm going to be getting off my bed and having adventures when I start studying soon. So that'll be good. Yeah, that's 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 a really like good step, uh, you know, get studying and getting getting a qualification that can lead to a job that you are good at and enjoy. Like, 
Well, that's the thing is that doing like mental health work, mental health counseling wouldn't feel like a job to me because I've been doing it online for friends consistently for the last fuck knows how many years getting better and worse at it and making mistakes and so on and so forth. But, um, all I really need to learn is the, uh, cover my own ass and, um, you know, sort of the rules of it, you know what I mean? Because like, I haven't, uh, you know, like how can I put this? Um, like I talk to my friends, you know, and, uh, counsel them through their shit, you know, and learn from it. You know what I mean? So when I do start this studying, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to complete the, uh, the 24 month course in no time at all, because I'm just going to get the assignments, complete them, get the assignments, complete them and just get it fucking done. And they've got work placement as well. So I can just start working pretty much as soon as I, as soon as I finish the few courses, I'm going to be way ahead of everybody else in there. Yeah. And um, then I'll be on hopefully about 70 grand a year, which is enough to start supporting my mum and paying her back the money that I owe her which hopefully she will flip like a pancake and stop having such a negative attitude towards me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Another hand has touched the beacon. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that, uh, and, you know, there's that, that old saying, you know, find, find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, yes, but they don't have the Olympics for masturbation. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if only. But anyway, I'd always, you know what? Like they say, nice guys finish uh, finish last, and I think that's great because you, know, you don't want to come first in bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, first things first, I, I will say a lot of people uh, add add to the end of that thing. Uh, the, the reason why you won't work a day in your life is because that field isn't hiring. Uh, and that is... Part I've of got that. a record. I've got a record that I would I would love anybody to beat. I've masturbated 21 times within within one night. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, it was uh, coming out like talcum powder at the end. It was coming out like talcum powder with like a groan of, please help. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that masturbation shouldn't be an event at the Olympics. Masturbation should be a category of the Olympics. You know, like, there isn't just uh, an Olympic event for running. There is multiple running-based events yep. in the Olympics. You know, yep. the, the there should be the Walk marathon, of Shame event. There should be the, the Walk shows. of Shame event. Yeah, so, so yeah, like, you know, there's so you're you're saying you you jerked off what twenty something times in one day, twenty one times in one night. Yeah, so that that would be an event of like how many times can you come within a space of time? Uh, well, death comes for us all. Death comes for us all, and at the end of it, I was pretty close to death. Yeah. Uh, God, like, what's the opposite of blue balls? Red balls? Um, Red balls of fire. At least I didn't give myself a clap yeah, at the I, end. At least I, I, I gave, thinking, I gave thinking, myself a clap at the end. I'm thinking another event would be the, the long distance cum shot. <laughs> and the high shot as well. You know, the. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. So you've got your, 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 
just like you've got the long jump and the high jump, as like you've got the long come shot who can come like the furthest and have it land the furthest away from you. And you then also have the sniper for shot. And how can how high can you get it up in the air? And or, or you'd have the sniper shot as well. The sniper shot, who's the most accurate? Yeah, basically archery, but with your cock. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pic- I'm picturing uh, a big like target, just caked in semen. This is also for the girls' events as well. You know, like girls are not disincluded from this. That that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, the masturbation Olympics. There's. Uh, I, I, I do, I do they are as you know, it, separating sports by, by see, this is where, this is where, um, for the girls, for the girls, this is where, sorry, for the, for the girls, this is where, uh, the, um, the, the, what's it called, uh, you know, paintball double finger, tr- uh, fucking, um, double finger, uh, you know, trigger, uh, thing would come in really useful. You know how you got the, uh, you know, you use two fingers to uh, to use on the trigger when you've got a semi-automatic uh, paintball gun. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Well, yeah, this is where this is where you know they could go and uh, play paintball to uh, you know get up um, hand strength and so on. Not that they probably need it, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to work. You've got to you've got to train for the masturbation Olympics. Like you've got. Yeah, to, and then you and then and you could also have you could you could also have. Uh, you know, you you come out with you go to the sports store and you'd end up getting you know like um you know people making uh, like um you know sort of new brand new wrist accessories and so on to strengthen your wrist, not just the clenching ones, but also you know like the ones that yeah. uh you know and you know what I mean like finger strengthening accessories and so on and um yeah but you know, I, 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 I was gonna say the your separation of events based on gender uh i'm 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 against but in the case of masturbation olympics i do think there needs to be separate events for people with vaginas and people with penises uh, yeah you could uh, also have the special olympics just for, okay okay so what would the no because because the, honestly what like would the, what when would I, the special masturbation olympics entail um, well, it always probably entail a curtain because, you know, like when I first went and, uh, worked in disability, those guys like to hide behind curtains and jerk off for some reason. Well, I, 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 I like, <sighs> this is getting a little bit on PC. I think this is getting a little bit on PC. I think there should be, be, uh, you know, an event for, for creativity, where you know someone who is, someone who has had you know had their Jackson their, Pollock, their Jackson arms Pollock. Animated, for instance, like how do they get their rocks off? Uh, uh, honestly, um, those guys are pretty flexible, you know. Or they could use their feet, or or specifically, they could use a stand-in. You know what I mean? They could use um a, like a, a care worker. You know, like um, they could definitely get um, G- uh, Jim, Jim, what's uh, Jim Jeffries to come in and do the commentary. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to think about. Uh, another event I thought of for uh, uh, especially for the for the vagina based masturbation Olympics uh, would be uh, 
uh, largest object. Like, no, uh, I guess, you know, uh, everyone has a butthole. Uh, and then there's somebody could be like, oh my God, with mouths agape, you know, with and what? they can make puns. You know, because if you're saying largest object and we're, and we're talking about gaping here, then obviously somebody's going to make a, pa- a bad pun about how everybody's mouth is a gape as she or he was, you know, doing gaping. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm just imagining, uh, you know, Kirk Johnson being you know, the being an Olympian. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if, you, if that name uh, means anything to you, uh, but uh, Kirk Johnson is the name of the man in the photograph known as Goatsy. Oh God, yes. Oh fucking Christ. Yeah. You could also and you could also that, have that, that, Olympics. Photo, that photo is not like a single photo. That is one photo from a collection. Uh that that specific photo shoot had like 40 something pictures in it. Okay, uh, <laughs> you could also have the Olympics for the most interesting genitals, or you know, interest, you know, like puppetry of the penis kind of thing. You know, where people put their, you know, things into different shapes and paint them colors, and you know, like a, you know, like a, you know, make one look like an elephant or something. You know, like a pup, you know, like a shadow puppetry. <laughs> you know, you know how you make shadow uh, shadows with your hands and um, you make shapes with your hands, and they look like rabbits and dogs and stuff like that. You could try and do that with with your penis or you know you could uh different ones for piercings and tattoos and so on and so forth the olympics for the you know stuff like that yeah yeah that's that's interesting oh uh so another thing I, i've i've mentioned before is the is my magnetic implant that i have in my finger uh where i have a, a magnet that has been inserted into my finger uh, that allows me to pick up small metal objects and sense electric fields. I was wondering if you could get that in your dick. Like, I, I reckon I, so. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've definitely. And I think you need to get a powerful magnet in your penis, a powerful magnet in your penis, so that when you walk past somebody's computer you don't like, you reset the whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, you fucked the computer. but generally the the like the magnets that are used in those implants are like they're fine with computers like i i have no issues using a laptop and stuff with with mine in my finger Uh, though though some some sometimes i can feel I can feel the computer, like no, I, I don't mean like touching the computer. I mean, I mean like when my when my hand is above the keyboard on a laptop, I can feel the, the there is electricity running near me. Okay, so basically, it's making you a little bit more uh, technologically empathic. Yeah, I guess you could put it that way. Technologically empathic. That's that's a combination of words that I have never heard before, but I like it. 
I'm, I might slip that into my, uh, my talk about artificial emotional intelligence. Sounds good. Uh, which I still need to, uh, I still need to write slides for that. <laughs> so do you mind if I talk about something completely, now for something completely different? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I smoked weed the other night. Yeah, yeah. So and, um, it was it, I presume so, as it was a day ending in Y. No, I don't smoke weed every day. I don't like smoking weed. In fact, I fucking hate smoking weed. Yeah. I fucking hate it because my head, I get so emotional and uh, <clears throat> my head just lights up like a Christmas tree with all this fucking boring shit. Like it um, introduced me to like this really flamboyant goth character that was basically my left brain okay. and um, you know sort of uh, is uh, how can I put it like an entirely alive character you know entirely full personality unto itself yeah. and as a total fucking cunt like a total fucking cunt and, um, you know, there was this light behind my head. I could feel this very powerful light behind my head that was being protected by my other, I've got like several alter egos because I'm psychotic. Um, yeah. Loki was protecting the, protecting me who, you know, like who was, you know, it's very hard to explain this, but, uh, like, you know, picture yourself in your head, right? Picture you picture yourself in your head. What do you look like? What do you look like? Close your eyes and picture yourself in your head. What do you look like? Describe what do you look like and describe the angle that you're picturing yourself from. Uh, Tom Segura. First person, third person. I, I, look, I, look like, I, look, I look exactly like Tom Segura. Yeah, but so what, how are you dressed? Uh, T-shirt and jeans. But nice shoes. Do you picturing it from the first person or the third person? From the third person. I'm I'm imagining what I look like on stage holding a microphone. All right. So, but can you picture yourself from your from the first person? Can you see through your own eyes, inside your own head? I mean, I, I, I'm, I can play. I can, do, I can literally see myself from first person perspective. I'm looking at my foot right now. <laughs> I know, but when you when you close your eyes and oh. picture yourself in your head, can you see from your from the first person perspective? Not really. I find it. I find it hard to. Yeah, you see, that's myself. exactly right. Yeah. First-person perspective. Even though yeah. that's that's what I you know spend all my waking hours doing is seeing myself from from a first-person perspective. When I close my eyes and think about myself, I see what I look like in in photos. You know, or isn't that a little bit interesting? Isn't that just a little bit fucking interesting that when we close our eyes, we can't actually picture ourselves from the first person? Yeah. So I'm going to do a bit of research into that and find out why, because I don't think they've actually done much research into that and I'll put it together myself. But um, I have 
when I close my eyes, I can't actually picture myself at all. And I can't actually, um, I can't, when I picture myself in what I want to wear, it's always stripped away from me. I'm in my own mind. I can't wear what I want to wear. I can't look how I want to look. You know what I mean? Like I, I have no control over uh, my own self-image. Especially when I'm stoned. Yeah. Um, and I'm always being squashed and pushed and pulled into these things that, uh, you know, whether they're sometimes they're really dark, sometimes they're, you know, really weird and odd and, you know, strange and <clears throat> futuristic or alien to me or, that, you know what I mean? Like, it's very strange being me because there's no real like it's like all identities are mine you know all your base are belong to us you know what i mean like it is uh yeah it's um all, like all, all the all the identities are mine you know what i mean it's like i don't have one identity i have all of them you know and um that is why it is so difficult actually getting off my bed and doing anything because uh you know who am i going to be today in the moment in the situation in the emotional, if I'm emotionally present, you know, that's why I take drugs so that I'm not emotionally present at the time. So I can always be aloof and distant, you know, and a bit scatterbrained so that nobody actually knows me because I'm not able to actually be consistently anything except fucking angry or in love, you know, you know what I mean? Like I'm either loving and caring and kind and considerate and genuinely that, you know, or I'm angry. Mm. I can definitely. Those are my two. Uh, mm? I, like I, I, I spent uh, many years on anger suppressants. Um, as, I, as I've matured, I, I, I don't really need them anymore. Yeah, I've matured and I don't need my anger. I don't need my anger anymore. I've matured and I've grown a lot and I'm not toxic anymore because I had a conversation with um, my sort of feminine self in my head and uh, which I believe, honestly, God to believe was, you know, is not actually part of me. I was, swear to God, I was communing with, you know, like some outside fucking force. And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was saying, why is this such a big deal with you? And I said, because it challenges my masculinity. You know, and as soon as I said that, as soon as I was open and honest and, you know, totally fucking straight up with how I was feeling, you know, like this fucking female voice in, you know, with an actual physical body, you know, like basically gave me the green light and was like, yep, he's not fucking toxic at all. You know, like, go ahead and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he's not toxic, like he's a fuck up, but he's not toxic at all. So that was actually like a rather self-affirming fucking, you know, night in some ways because, you know, there are, there are things that are uncomfortable for me to talk about, which is why this, uh, you know, podcast is really good because I've actually been pretty honest and open about things on it, which is hard to do because there's some things I've talked about have actually been really scary for me to talk about. But, um, yeah, so like, uh, you know, I, there are certain parts of my masculinity that are, you know, uncomfortable with being challenged, you know, um, but at the same time, they own up to it. You know, they say I'm being challenged and I will not fear this and I will accept the challenge and grow and, and grow with it. You know what I mean? I will not back down. I will grow into the challenge. So, yeah.
That's quite wise. It's the only way I can be. If I wish to actually have a happy life and end up, I see a meaningful life to me is a happy life. I don't want just, I don't, you know, I think the pursuit of happiness is stupid. I don't want, uh, yeah, I think the pursuit of joy is and joyful observation is better. If you see things through a joyful perspective, you're going to have a happy, you know, you have a happy mood, which is all happiness is, it's a mood. And I think that um, if you lead a meaningful life, you will be happy. That's for me. That's not for everybody, but that's for me. And I think if I'm going I, to have a meaningful I, I, life. I agree with that. Like I, I'm always happier when there's, when I'm doing something meaningful. Uh, I, spent, well, I, I spent I spent some time unemployed recently, and I fell into much deeper depression than usual because of that. Uh, because I wasn't doing, and I tried to find different ways to fill that void. You know, I did I did some volunteering. I did some uh, I did some personal projects. Uh, uh, but you know, there's there's just something for for me. Uh, this is I'm I'm someone who needs to work. Like if if I if I don't have a job with uh, you know, things that need doing, I I I can't anchor myself. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping to to be in a much better headspace soon. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I've I've uh, I've started a new job. I'm moving moving house next month, uh, and I'm just and I've been been really getting involved with the with the comedy scene, uh, which which is which is great as both a creative outlet. And a social outlet because you know I'm getting out there and I'm meeting people. Uh, yeah, and a lot, a lot of the, you know, pe- people, people talk shit yeah. about everything. They go, oh, you know. I see. I I, I hate but, that because but, but, I but, I know but, why they do but, that. But, I I know I know why they do that, and and it's so fucking yeah. frustrating because like you meet these people like you and me who are genuinely unbound by, by that cynicism, you know, like when Henry Rollins said cynicism is intellectual cowardice. It's not just intellectual, it's emotional cowardice as well. It's afraid it's, it's fear, you know, like, and it's so true. Like when people sit there and poo poo things and yeah. say, Oh, you know, this, that, and the other, let me finish. It's and, and, and put other people down for doing things and don't like people being themselves when people like, hidden people and quiet and calm dignified people it's fucking scary you know because it's it's it shows just how bound they are by social constraints and that they're the type of people who will drink too much slap a girl on the ass get done for you know what they call inverted commas accidental rape you know um get into punch-ups and fights you know and have that emotional range of a teaspoon and you know what i mean and won't listen to someone when they're actually, you know what I mean, have the, you know what I mean, like having a heartfelt fucking conversation, or they'll just, you know, pass it off as the same old shit every day. They won't notice the small increments of change going on, you know. And that's why people like you and I are not well liked 
amongst certain types of people, especially, you know, conservatives. Um, and everybody's getting conservative because everybody's shit scared because everybody knows it's the end of the fucking world. Um, they just don't know what that means. You know, we are heading into the great unknown, you know, and we're all alive to see it. And they don't understand that actually we're all in this to fucking gather. And the, the more open and honest we are about how we feel about these things, not online, but together open faced and not watching other people be open and honest about it, but genuinely being open and honest about it all at the same fucking time in the same group loudly, you know, which is what a lot of people are trying to do and is, you know, happening. But you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hiding from this shit, hiding from this shit is not going to work. Okay. And uh, you know? those, you know, those people can go fuck themselves. Uh, no, they can't. No, they can't. You can't no, 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 say what, that. No, what, what I'm, what I'm saying is that I do not care about the opinions of, of people like that. Uh, but I, well, I, I, as I was, as I was like that, as I was trying to say, uh, you know, a lot of people you know, say that the comedy industry is very harsh, but every everyone that I've met through through comedy has been, you know, genuine, kind, and really fu- funny, and and not just not just making. Jokes well, that's because they're all so fucking damaged. That's because they're all so fucking damaged, and they know what it takes to be. You know, like you know what I mean. Like they're all so fucked up, and that's a really good thing. But the problem with uh, the people whose opinions you don't give a shit about is that they're the ones who are making the fucking, you know, the making the moves. They're the ones who are, you know, who are in parliament right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. They're the, they're, you know, because they're the ones who are behind closed doors doing the kinkiest shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have no problem with people doing, uh, kinky shit in their own time and their own and their own residence, but I definitely I, have, I do have a problem with elected members of parliament having their staffers organise rent boys to come and service them at uh, while they're meant to be working. Like uh, I've I've I, I mean I have I have no no objection to 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 sex workers that that perfectly valid profession but i definitely object to to politicians uh making use i of object to those. politicians full stop i think enlightened anarchy is the way to go yeah you no, know, i think small so, so, so small let me finish that sentence because sorry, uh, sorry. because you interrupted me uh right before i said the um, the most important part uh sorry. Because, because i ended up saying i object to politicians making use of sex workers which is not my opinion but i uh to let me finish that sentence i i object to politicians making use of sex workers while they are supposed to be working uh and imp- and Im- improving this country yeah, pretty fucking right, much. They can fuck whoever they want when they're when they're at home, out of their own salary. Uh, but you know, when it's when it's coming out of the the taxpayers' purse, uh, when they're supposed to be supposed to be be working, that's very unprofessional. 
in in any yeah. in, in any oh. other profession, you would be fired immediately for that. Uh, but isn't it isn't it isn't it hilarious that it's like the world's oldest professions together? Like you know what I mean? Like you know, prostitution and politicians, the world's oldest fucking professions. Like, oh my god. There's a joke in there. There's a joke in there. Work on it, Michael. Work on it. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, another, another documentary, uh, History of the World Part One. Uh, I don't. I don't want to talk about this. Uh, well, this politicians and then no, this, I was, was going to say that that the, um, that brought up the, the history of the world part one. It shows the the evolution of one of the one of the oldest professions, that of the artist. You know, as humans have always had the the desire to be creative and to, and to do things like paint and and uh, sing, uh, but what what inevitably comes with once you have artists is the art critic <laughs> what's history of the world part one <laughs> all right i'm sending you a picture um get this book and read it because uh i think you'll find it really really interesting okay. um so the problem uh, is, is that uh, you're actually time. kind of you're actually you're actually kind of uh, you know like sort of on the nail there with that art critic thing because first of all you had the artist and then the artist was it was his own critic, you know what I mean? Like all the artists are their their own worst critics. So who became the first? You know, then you had the second artist who was then critiqued by the first artist, yeah. and that's the first art critic. Well, you know, well the in in history of the world part one. The art critic is some smug cunt who comes in, takes a look at the the, the caveman's uh, painting uh, on the on the wall of the cave, and decides to piss on it. Oh. Just God. just to be clear, uh, though, I may have described this as a there's no dialogue, is there? There's no it, dialogue it, at all. There's no melody. dialogue at all. It's a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'd, there'd be no dialogue at all, though. He'd just walk in, look up and down at the fucking scene and just whip it out and piss on it and just walk off. There'd be no dialogue whatsoever. Yeah, no, that's, exa that's exactly yeah, how I that fucking knew it. goes. <laughs> but, well, I fucking knew it. They didn't have language, uh, you know? This was before the evolution of, ang of language. But God, that's so fascinating. See, that's what that's what Janati is really, really good at. She she knows eleven languages, and she knows more about language than pretty much anybody I know. And yeah. I'm dying to have a conversation with her about language again because you know, like, I love language. I'm not very good at it. I speak English and bad English, and I'm not even very good at writing. I could never be, take it professionally, but because I just honestly like, you know, I've got all the time in the world, and I've never bothered learning grammar. But yeah. um. Well, I, I, I mean, some say that uh, mathematics is the is the universal language, but uh, I think that there's nothing that is truly more understood by every human being, no matter what language they speak. Uh, than the word whipping <laughs> it out and pissing on something, like that clearly yeah. expresses how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah, but I, what fascinates me though is the is how you know, like, 
language developed within humans, and I know this to be true, uh, by mimicking other, 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 like other, um, you know, other creatures. You know what I mean? So you'd have, uh, because you look at um, the Amazon tribes and so on and right so forth, you know, how they, they uh, you know, sort of use bird whistles and so on and so forth to, uh, to, to call out to each other and warn each other of uh, dangers and, you know, so on and so forth. So nobody knows that they're actually there. Now that gives me an idea well, well, uh, that you've got, that you've got, you've got a, you, you've got a tribe of people, right? You know, a tribe of uh, intelligent apes that haven't got language yet, but they can mimic sounds really, really well, but they haven't got language yet. So how do they actually, you know, they can, they, you know, like they can communicate with each other with their own sounds, their own grunts and stuff like that. But how do they actually go about communicating beyond that? You know what I mean? Like, how do they actually go? They mimic the sounds of other animals. That's the logical fucking explanation. So they hear the verdict. They, they hear that they hear the sound of a bird calling in danger they understand that that bird is calling in danger and they can then mimic that sound you know because they've got their own danger calls but then they can mimic those danger calls to mimic the tiger you know what i mean something you might not know is that uh that is not that is far from unique to humans there there are a lot of other animals that that use mimicry uh most 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 like most most people know. I know that's. About, like, I was going to get onto that. I was going to get onto that. But uh, next point. Uh, cats. Have you ever heard a cat chirp? Uh no. Yeah, that is a thing that certain certain breeds uh, more than others uh, do. Uh, cats cats have actually evolved to be able to mimic the sound of birds, so other birds hear those sound and go. Ah, uh, oh, there's birds here. This is a safe place for me to perch. And then the cat goes, "I'm gonna have you for dinner." <laughs> and uh, is it you know also true that cats uh, the only audible noises they make uh, when they meow and so on and so forth is actually for them to communicate with humans? Yes. So the meow is a is a is a mimic of a human baby. Uh, so right, humans, so that they can lure a, human babies in. Yeah, humans have a natural instinct to look after baby humans. Uh, in the it's, it's the same with a lot of animals. Uh, it, well, more, more so social animals. Uh, but uh, is to look after young of the same species. And cats, uh, or domestic cats specifically, have, have evolved to uh to to manipulate and control humans <laughs> you really didn't want to say that last bit did you you're like no no i don't ah oh, fuck it fine manipulate and control humans yes it's true well, We're fucked. uh yeah so some people say that the that cats were only domesticated recently uh compared to to dogs that have uh you know been do- do- domesticated well, is actually uh, is is is, 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 it, is it perhaps that uh, cats have domesticated humans. <laughs> it's very interesting because the wolf cannot actually pick up any human commands whatsoever, you know. Um, and uh, dogs have been domesticated longer than cats. Okay, so fine. That's why we've got so many breeds. I mean, hey, how do you go from wolf to corgi? But um, the yeah. wolf cannot pick up human commands whatsoever. And yet, at the same time, 
you know, wolves have been known to make, you know, not pets per se, but, you know, emotional links with humans. Well, I mean, how the whole thing started uh, is that uh, wolves found humans to be useful allies uh, for hunting and, uh, you know, have a steady source of supply, a steady source of food supply. And, And then the... You know, they gave, but essentially gave up their rights to can to make choices of who they mate with, and mm. and so humans controlled the mating of canines, and uh, that's how how we ended up with such distinct. Because we're a dangers. bunch of kinky fucks. Because we're a bunch of kinky fucks. Y'all gonna fuck when I say, and you're gonna look like this. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's like this. This dog has the dog does the things that I I need, and this other dog does the things that I need. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm gonna yeah. put them together and make more dogs that do that. Uh, whereas yep. with cats, like there, I mean, there's there are definitely different breeds of cats. Don't get me wrong, but they're <coughs> they they they're more similar to each other than different breeds of dog, especially in terms of variation in size. Like cats are all as domestic cats are all roughly. I don't different. think there is such thing as a domestic cat. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> I really don't. I think yeah. there's just like. A spears like a you know a prolonged intelligence of cat. Yeah, well, f- yeah, but f- uh, catters. Is, um, fearless uh, catters. Yeah, I, perhaps I should just use the term fearless catters instead of domestic cat because yeah, the the domestic cat is far from domesticated. <laughs> if you've seen Doctor Who, you can. If you've seen Doctor Who, I have. Yeah. The second series where they're in the hospital, you can still say that those are not domesticated cat people. <laughs> we don't <laughs> need guns when we've got claws. <laughs> uh, I think that was actually season Sorry. three. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying this podcast, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's been, it's, uh, been a good chat. Uh <sighs> Though uh, we probably should wrap up. Uh, I need to. I need to get to bed. I can't wait for you to make that joke at Christmas time when we do a Christmas podcast. Time to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Are we ever going to get an audience? Are we ever going to get people listening? Maybe. I reckon we will. Awesome. I think we just have to pay for it. We have to pay for the advertising and spam things like Instagram and fucking, you know, Facebook and shit like that. I think we need to. I think we need to up our game because I want people listening to this shit. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. Uh, uh, but uh, I know yeah. I come off as a mighty, mighty tool, but still, you know. And now I'm I'm happy talking into the void and. Uh, and maybe maybe having a few Hearing. people listen in to it to it to what we have to say, but yeah. <sighs> well, if 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 anyone out there is uh, is listening, uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Mensley Things, uh, <coughs> and. Let me know which Crash Bandicoot characters you fuck, marry, and kill. That is a complex fucking question. I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Uh, on that note, I, th I think uh, I think we should call it there, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, you, you you're on mute. What what's going on? Sorry, I said okay, buddy or pal. I will talk to you later. I love you lots. Okay, okay, but you said it while, while your Zoom was on mute. Yeah, you know what? That's uh, that's fine by me. You can fucking sign me off, you wanker. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Uh, all right. Uh, you've been listening to Men's Mess. Uh, we'll uh... Jim Jams. <laughs> Jim Jams and Mainsley. Uh... Yeah. All right. Yeehaw. All right. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>